This is a prepaid debit call from Hello. an inmate at the correctional institution. To accept this call, press zero. Welcome back to another episode of Rant. Your your host Caesar and John O, man, where we keep it real, raw, and relevant. I love I love that phrase. Today we have a special guest. And um I mean I could say as much as about her, but you know, she knows herself best. So special guest, please introduce yourself. I am Felicia Leatherwood. Ooh. Yeah, it's me. I am a celebrity hairstylist, businesswoman, entrepreneur, and yes. a bunch of other little nice nice um so since so how long have you been is is that your passion is that what you've been doing yeah i uh actually was in corporate america up until 1998 and uh i left corporate america and i'll tell you what i was doing in those cold offices in a minute (laughs) and decided i wanted to be a hairstylist at the age of 31 and everybody thought it was crazy they're like why there's a hairstylist on every corner what are you doing you're gonna give a 401k plan in your Mm. cold office i was like i can't take it (laughs) so i went to cosmetology school and um ended up getting out of there going to a salon and all of a sudden celebrity people start showing up in my life and i started to work with celebrities now i I got one quick question no yeah (laughs) I got one quick question. How good does it feel to be able to look those other people in the eye and be like, I told y'all. Like, y'all doubted me. Well, that would be my mom and dad, so I can't. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. It wasn't just them. But I really... So when I got... When I was in high school, and some people might say boo to this, I knew right away college wasn't for me. Hmm. I know right. college is not going to be my jam. I'm going to fall asleep or ditch or be at my boyfriend's house. Whatever I'm going to do is not going to be right <laughs> if I try college. Right. And so really, I and my parents knew. They could tell. You know, um, I kind of stayed average in school so that people wouldn't require more. <laughs> yeah. It sounds crazy, That's but so I was funny. like, I remember one time making like straight A's, and it was like, oh my god, a straight A, huh? and they put so much pressure, and they want to tell everybody. Now you gotta always freaking make straight A's, and I was like, I don't know if I can keep this up. <laughs> I don't Let know if I want to keep this up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I think I'm gonna drop down to like a B minus C and just stay there, and every now and then hit A's in certain areas, <laughs> you know. Then that way they'll just, and really, my parents are going to listen to this one day and go, I knew she was playing this the whole time. <laughs> but I literally did that and it kind of worked for me. Nice. Um, right. That's just being honest with yourself, right? Like knowing, at least knowing that you didn't want to do that. Yeah. I mean, I can be honest now. I'm 53. <laughs> if you asked me this 20 years ago, I'd be like, no, I was great. What are you talking about? I did <laughs> straight A's all the time. <laughs> yeah. But when you get a, a certain places in your life you realize it doesn't really pay to hold on to your story mm. and right. sharing your story kind of lets other people know that they're not crazy and they're okay too like if they have that same kind of feeling or you know if there's an endeavor or a place where they feel like they failed in their life when you mm. share like what happened to you i, I just feel like it kind of opens people up to go okay this is more believable Right. And I'm tangible, yeah. and I'm going through this right now. So what do I do? 
<laughs> and, no. and you know i was just having that conversation with a friend of mine where i was i was explaining that like you know sometimes like you just never know how much someone else could need your story right like yeah. because that relatability that that uh, that ability to to just kind of you know inspire they had to inspire hope, but like you know? when 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 you're a young person or when you're just someone that's going through life and you're looking for uh you know you know, you're looking for some some type of affirmation that you're yeah. not alone. You know what I mean? That whatever yeah. you're dealing with, like other people are dealing with it too. The moment that you get that, that could be life changing. You know what I mean? Exactly. That could be inspirational. And so that's why I think what you're saying is totally, man, it's it's important. Yeah, no, it <laughs> it's is. Important. I mean, I'm, I, that's kind of like the point of this like series that we have going. Because a lot of the time it's like if people aren't given the perspective, then people aren't able to learn and, and feel like, okay, I can I can connect with you and maybe if if that was able to happen for you then maybe i can make that happen for myself exactly right. so and that's why everyone's story is important definitely definitely and i and i just i just remember um always having a entrepreneurial mindset like i was always drawing and doodling and doing all these creations with dolls, hair. I, I didn't like playing with dolls. It was just like their hair. <laughs> and then once I cut it off, they were no good to me. I was like, all right, just throw the whole doll away. She's bald-headed now. I don't need it. You know, uh, because I knew I wasn't going to pretend that they were talking to each other. I'm like, this is, this can't be possible that these dolls are talking to each other and I hear my own voice doing it. But right. I knew the hair was my thing. And so my parents watched me always taking clothes and kind of like designing my own little outfits and doing hair. And they supported that from, from a small age. So basically for me, when I got in, I was on my last year of high school, my mom found, uh, and they don't even have this anymore, unfortunately, but the, I guess it was a state or the government did some kind of program for NAACP or with them where they would, uh, help, um, you would take an entrepreneurial course for like three to four months. And then you could also take administrative courses and they would help you find a job. Mm. And so I took the entrepreneurial course. And then three months after that, they tried to find me a job. And my mom's like, that was quick. No, you need to go back and take some more classes before you go out. Long story shorter, the job they found me was in an office building where I answered two phone lines. One was for a production company of a man who was absolutely nuts out of his mind and would <laughs> scream to the top of his lungs every four days and fire everybody and then hire his back the day after, like on the fifth day. It was crazy wow. shit, right? <laughs> and then the other phone line was a line for Black Entertainment Television, BET, mm. as we know it, okay? Right. Okay. And I would answer the phone lines because BET was always on the East Coast, but they had mm. one phone line on the West Coast. And so the guy who would come by and get the mail for BET, he knew that this guy was nuts. He was like, <laughs> hey, BET's actually coming to, to Los Angeles. Do you want to work in the BET office? I said, well, sure. I'm 19 years old. Who doesn't want to work at BET at that age? Yeah. Right, right. And they were the, that was, they were hot. Oh, man. <laughs> They, they were, were that hot. was when Rap City at first. I mean, you guys probably y'all yeah, probably don't know this, but <laughs> Google it. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But that. like it was like the first of just everything. And that's when that's when music was so good. That's when we had like new edition, mm. run DMC, like we had like the good stuff. That's when LL Cool J like first hit. And they were the hit, pioneers. Oh, the pioneers. because they were talking about something. 
Right. They were like uplifting the community, like black, brown, the community started to yeah. come together. Right. Long story shorter, now we have trap music and everybody's <laughs> pole dance, dancing. <laughs> I tried, but I couldn't do it. It hurt my wrist. So I went back to hair. Hair is more important. I got to be Absolutely. able to pick up a comb and a brush. So I couldn't swing around that. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So I'm ranting and I'm I'm going off. Right? No, no, you good, you good, you good. That's what we do here. Yeah. That's what we do here. But so that's how I ended up. Like uh, I worked for BET mm-hmm. for like six years, and and it was good and I hated it at the same time. Because you know? it worked me like a Jamaican. Like you had fifty jobs, but they gave you like a title promotion, not the money. You know? Oh, okay. So you're like, I'm getting somewhere, but not. Yeah, you're still making pennies. And working more. Yeah. Ugh. Thank bless BET, you know. <laughs> I came a long way. They, they inspired me to be greater. Great. Yeah. You know? So yeah. I right, to to streamline that, like, so now you're doing hair, right? And I mean you left BET, obviously. Yeah. But like how was what was that leap into like what like you're doing now? I just kept because I'm sure that was hard, right? To leave BT? I well, mean, I mean, I guess you said you were corporate. For yourself. It was Yeah, and hard. start working for yourself. So l- let me tell you something, okay? Because each of these stories has something really amazing in it. Mm-hmm. It's what I learned and what I got, okay? So regardless what happened, what I learned and what I got. What I got at BT is that a lot of us walked around feeling like we couldn't do better. So sometimes when you mm-hmm. get around a group of people... And everyone has a low vibration and they don't feel like they can rise higher. One of y'all got to get out of there. Like one of y'all got to say, we got to break through this ceiling. This can't be true. And we were all feeling it. And I'm the kind of person, if I'm in a group and and everybody's complaining about the same shit, I got to go. Yeah, I can't be here in this group talking smack. Circles. Talking circles. If I can control my environment. Then I need, even if it's just my mind, Mm. maybe I can't actually leave the location, but I got to take my mind up a notch and not stay in this, this arena where everybody's just complaining and it's Mm. just feeling bad. So with BET, I learned that I, I was like, I can't do it. And I had to leave. What I got was my, my courage and my self-esteem and, and my belief got stronger. Because I had to just rely that it would be okay. Mm. You know. And that's a great point. Yeah. You got to rely on it's, that, right? Yeah. And I think that's in everything. Yeah. Relationships. I- anything that you, you, mm. you're always going to learn something and you're going to get a let you're going to get the lesson. Right. What you learn and what you got. So. Yeah. So, yeah. So, basically, I had jobs that kept going in the entertainment. I wasn't trying to, but it ended up, I worked at the Cartoon Network. I worked at Fox. And then I ended up at Warner Brothers working in a in an office, and it was freezing cold. And I feel like I was always being monitored <laughs> or watched on some kind of camera, possibly. Anyway, that's another story. And I said, you know, I'm going to go to cosmetology school. Because I really like doing hair. Because I was doing hair on the weekends and I would leave work and do hair. So I was working seven days a week. And I looked at the money I started making cash in my hand. And then looked at the check that the IRS was taking money out of it. Because <laughs> I didn't have any responsibilities. And then I don't even think I, I had a dog. I couldn't write him off. But so <laughs> I looked, you know, I was like, what I learned and what I got. <laughs> it was yeah. like, 
okay, you know, and, and I, you know, and I saw, I saw on your Instagram <clears throat> that, you know, hair had been your passion, like your whole life. Right. And that you, and that, you know, you knew, um, that taking that leap, although it was going to be scary, like that, you know, you were going to mm -hmm. be doing something that you loved mm -hmm. and you even spoke about how, like, eventually, like, you know, it became a job. And, and, and you started like, you know, like it wasn't you weren't doing it for the love of it, but you were doing it for the money. But then eventually, you know, uh, you know, you, you learned and you had to reteach yourself. I think you used the word or you, you said you had to realign um, to then uh, make it fun again and to worry less about the finances and to worry more about the yeah. hair. Can you talk about that a little bit? Like, you know, that, that whole yeah, experience? Yeah, I like I said, hair was just a hobby uh, that I I enjoyed. It was relaxing to me. And it came from um, me having a certain texture of hair that no one really understood. They didn't have enough products during the time when I was coming up to mm -hmm. kind of help my hair stay groomed and feel moisturized. So basically, I ended up doing my hair in, uh, at a young age. And my mother was uh, bedridden. So my father and my grandma would do my hair. And although that sounds really endearing, it was torturous. So I was like, I got to do this. <laughs> so basically, what was the question? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, I, I mean, do you really want me to, to repeat No, that say that last part. It was. Oh, no, I, just, I guess I just wanted to know, Um, you know, I wanted to, I wanted you to kind of expand on that a little more, right? Like you lost, you know, you went into it for the love of it. Yes. Left it, you know, for so, a moment. You had a moment, you know, yeah. That's what it was. Okay. Really back, Felicia. Okay, so basically it was a passion. It was something I enjoyed. Right. And then what ended up happening was when I started doing it without relying on the other job that I mm -hmm. had, at one point, the finances, I wasn't handling the money right. And I realized I had to work to make up for the money I was spending that I really didn't budget, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, right. And so- I would count my clients before they came. Like if they booked the appointment, I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to have, you know, $200 on this day. I'm going to count $50 for that. And then when they would cancel, I'm like, oh, damn. So then I would feel stressed. Yeah. And like, how am I going to make up for this money that's gone now? And I hated that feeling. And that's when it started feeling like work. Like I got to take whatever comes. And then I veered off because it, it started stressing me a little bit. So I was doing here. But I veered into doing set design, like mm -hmm. interior design that turned into set design. That sounds so random and weird. <laughs> no, I had no training. <laughs> I just had a vision. <laughs> and I had a stapler. I could staple shit to it. That's you right. To <laughs> staple the walls, man. You staple that. Hey, yeah, and a, yeah. a nail and a hammer. <laughs> That's all you need. <laughs> you know? And somehow I would just like always figure out another way and it would always come back to hair. And I realized I know hair. Like you can blindfold me and I got that. I love that. How do I make myself fall back in love with it? Right. Sometimes you gotta step away, you know? Mm. And then realize what you missed or what you lost. And if you're fortunate to get it again, get it again. <laughs> Right. Mm. And, you know, and you specialize in you specialize in in uh, in, you know, textured hair. Right. Like, you know, like you said, your your type of hair. Um, and I actually I have a friend who uh, who um, we were we were talking to recently. And, uh, and you know, she found out that you were going to be on the podcast. She's like, I've been following her for years. Mm. Like, oh, my God. Like, you know, and, uh, you know, she she's a dark skin, uh, you know, black woman who like, you know, has 
uh, a certain textured hair, you know, and she even mentioned, she's like, yeah, like I have hair. Her name's Kendra. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) And so, but she was really excited. Uh, She was so (laughs) excited. She's, you know, she was like, oh, I can't believe you guys even know her. And, and, you know, I'm, I I mean, I don't know if you know, but I'm bald. Like I'm I'm very bald. (laughs) You ain't got no hair. Um, So I ain't got no hair, you know? So like, I, (laughs) so I'm, you know, like I'm not very up on the, on the hair community. Right. But she, but she had, uh, she gave you so many flowers and just expressed Mm. how, how much you've done for her. Right. As, as a, as a young woman who grew up uh, with the same issues. Right. Like, you know, I don't, you know, my hair is, is not something that. And my hair is not something that typically, you know, we we see in TV. It's not something that we see styled. It's something that, you know, people are always encouraging me to get relaxers or perms and this and that. Yeah. Right. And, you know, so she just, you know, she 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 explained to me just how much you've done for her. Oh. And uh, so uh-huh. I just definitely needed to tell you that because because, uh, you know, like you, you're doing, you, you know, you, like we said earlier, you know, yeah. your your story is helping people, yeah. you know. And, Thank you. And, and so, yeah, that, that's the, huge. Yeah. And from the outside yeah. in, it's it's like you were the the let the lead trendsetter for like natural hair at least from like i mean from my perspective right i mean you could probably speak on it more and how you got trailblazer yeah trailblazer (laughs) (laughs) listen you know i am so into the moment of of what i'm doing that i don't think i'm always able to step back and and say, oh yeah, you know, bitch, you doing a good job, you know. Like I don't, I, I it's I'm so in the creative mode of like, is the person happy that I give more than a hundred percent of myself, like that I provide good service, and so I'm so like probably particular in that place and being a perfectionist in some cases that I don't get the opportunity to always be in the fulfillment of it. So right. I'm actually grateful. <laughs> which is completely opposite of what a lot of my people my age feel about social media. I'm grateful for social media because if I didn't have social media, I wouldn't know half the things people are saying about me, good, good or bad, wow. but I wouldn't know. And so what happened recently is I've been in this thing for a minute. Like, so before Issa was Ava DuVernay, before Ava DuVernay, Tiana Paris, before Tiana Jill Scott, like all these people I work with, Anthony Anderson, all these people, right? All these people. I didn't go after any of those people. I wasn't trying to be a celebrity mm. hairstylist. I just wanted to do hair. I didn't even know how I ended up in this. <laughs> I swear to God. It just kind of happened, huh? Yeah. Well, it was just, I looked up, I was like, what? And every time I try to get away from it and just be like, I'm just going to do regular people's hair, you know, I like that. Every time, so here comes some more. Like it was just, and I think that's the evolution of living in Los Angeles. We don't right. really have a culture, mm. like not a black culture. We have Lamert Park. It's very small, but we have Hollywood. And so whenever you see like black people or, or you know, Latino people, even Asian people make it to the screen in a big way. Even hair, makeup, wardrobe. You see people with stars. That is a culture we have that we need to be proud of. And so, you know, I come from that. So I didn't even mean for that to happen. My parents, like all my friends are like down to earth, like just chilled, could care less about even watching TV. Mm -hmm. But they're so supportive of what's happened in my life. And I'm super grateful. And so they helped me to realize how far I've come. Sometimes right. your friends like pump you up and be like, yo, remember <laughs> when we talked about that thing and we was eating them tacos on the corner and we didn't think nothing. Now you're yeah. doing it. And so there's that. And then recently after Insecure finished, I got a text 
And uh, my friend's like, have you seen like Twitter? I'm like, I don't really know about how to use that thing. Like I'm, every now and then <laughs> I go in there, but I don't know where the thread starts all the time. Right. You know? And mm-hmm. so she's like, go look at Twitter. You don't know what they're saying about you? I'm like, what are they saying about? Like, what do I do now? <laughs> so I go look and I was, I just had tears in my eyes. I, I was blown away. People were like, Felicia Leatherwood deserves all the flowers. You know who deserves the flowers? Issa's hairstyles. I never knew all these years. Oh my gosh, she's been amazing. I watched the show and no shade to anybody on Insecure because I love everybody. But people were like, I only watch the show for the hair. And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's very. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I mean, I've heard that. But what they don't, what a lot of people don't know, and what Kendra, um, and I'm grateful for her saying what she said to you, doesn't know is I did the hair for her. I did right. the hairstyles mm-hmm. for the women. It was on Issa. Issa's gorgeous. You know, I love doing her hair and I right, get her right. hair. But those were to inspire women whoever was watching all over the world to know that they can do these hairstyle and feel confident and beautiful. So yeah. it became a love within a love, like an enfolded love, me showing and trying to give love to my natural hair community and them giving it back to me. So it's like, look, I'm getting a teary eye just talking about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yes. That's, That's absolutely wonderful. That's, yeah, that's passion beautiful. And, you know, and, and it's funny because, uh, you know, uh, you you've done your job like I, I could just tell like it was the passion um th- mm-hmm. that she was speaking when she was talking about you i was just like wow like this is i'm so happy you know what i mean mm-hmm. like i'm so happy that you know i'm gonna get to i'm gonna get to meet this woman i'm gonna get to talk to her you know and because yeah because exactly everything that you said she said that like i've i watched insecure you know just to get ideas you know for for my own hairstyles you know what i mean like and and, and so you know like mission accomplished you know and that's just Thank one you. person right like yeah. you know my the the or my the pool that I'm pulling from is just one person, but it's just like you know I saw in her eyes, you know, when she spoke to me about this, just how passionate she was about how much she adores you. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. so it was, Thank it was you. just, it was really cool. Um, and and I was this just really is actually happy. my first like interview, believe it or not, what? you guys, since the show ended. Oh really? Yeah. Actually, wow. oh, y'all wow. getting all the raw stuff. No, oh, they <laughs> appreciate you. <laughs> yeah. So this is uh so thank you. I'm completely honored. Thank you. No, thank no, you. We are honored. Yeah. <laughs> we are honored. No, and so, you know, can you can you tell us a little bit about like, you know, what it's been like to to have that, you know, like to to work, you know, in, in these spaces where you know that like, man, like people are seeing my work. Right? Like people are, you know, like does that like I don't know, like how how's the creative process when you know you know, that people are going to like kind of be paying attention to it, you know? Well, so sometimes it's a little pressure, but I like it. I kind of right. like the pressure or else I wouldn't keep coming back to doing what I do. <laughs> but I think that um, sometimes what I do, well, a lot of times I will do a hairstyle and say, can someone re- recreate this for themselves or their daughter, you know? is how complicated am I making this? And it really just depends because Isa, she has different things that she does. So I've compartmentalized a lot of her looks. So she has appearance, she has red carpet, she has panel, then she has the actress, Issa, you know? And so all of these 
these places have different looks. So some of the hairstyles are definitely complicated. They're more couture or editorial. And then you have like, you know, red carpet where you can kind of go off. But for the most part, I just try to make it a hairstyle that's it's easy for her to even get out at the end of the night because I'm not there. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. <laughs> and I'm laughing because I've seen her when she couldn't get it out. And, and she's like, I think So Issa, Issa would have problems getting, getting if, some if of your we, hairstyles? We, yeah, we put a, <laughs> and I don't think she would mind me telling this. She went, I think I want to say it was the Emmys. And she was at the SoFi Stadium in the football field. A lot of people started doing like the sea walk or whatever. Yeah, yeah. This long, big, like gorgeous ponytail hanging all the way down to like curly. And it was beautiful. But we, my hair assistant and I, like we wrapped it. Like we went and put all about three bundles of hair on it. And I said, hey, if you can't get this out, let me know. Like, hit me. I'm going to stick with She's like, I'll be fine. I was like, I don't know. You might be. I'm just going to be around. Just let me know. Right. She's like, ah, go on. Yeah, I'll be all right. Man, we got that text. She's like, um, how do you get this shit out? <laughs> like, what you <laughs> We're on our way. You you know? to like, so sometimes, like, it'll be kind of serious. And, and I'll always say to her, okay, I'm here. You know, and, and, and I do that just with 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 my clients my regular mm-hmm. clients too just right. hey if you need something else if you want want to cut more hair or, you know whatever let me know and i'll figure it out and i travel a lot but i just um i started doing like these virtual consultations mm. uh okay. during the quarantine covid quarantine yeah. well we're still are we still in that i don't know i mean so <laughs> some parts of the country yeah that's why I'm in Miami, running away from Here, that yeah. in L.A. Yeah, shout out to Miami, baby. There's no rules in Florida. No <laughs> rules in Florida. <laughs> oh, my God. So, basically, I started doing these uh, talks called, called Get Cute While Quarantine with mm, Felicia Leatherwood because right. people were hitting me up. They couldn't see their hairstylist. Yeah. And um, it was amazing. At the It was like 200 to 500 women oh, wow. coming on Zoom to, to hear what do you do. One day, I accidentally pressed the button that shows everybody, <laughs> and we we're and I sign on, and everybody's there, and they're all talking. I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and you know, the Capricorn I am was cool about it, <laughs> and I worked it out, and it ended up being the most touching and personal, um, you know, Zoom I had that in that whole time because women were on there talking about their hair and it was like this lady she was like in her 80s she had never worn her natural hair Mm -hmm. and I was telling her showing her on the zoom how to like get the curl and she just went like started crying everybody started crying it was like my god they were cheering her on it sounds so simple you guys but these are the things that yeah, it touches us yeah. because you realize you've been walking around with this like stigma that something's wrong with you. Mm. And when someone opens you up and shows you you're fine, it's like, I've been fine all this time. I didn't have right. to wear that, you know, yeah. that coat of like something's wrong or I'm bad. And so I, I had, we had a lot of that. Mm. And that's what it's been, me as a hairstylist, is really right. finding out that women... Or feeling like something's wrong. Even me with our hair. 
Because wow. you're being told these things from like a baby, basically. And so you carry it along with everything else, skin, color, weight, whatever, you know? Yeah. So my job, you know, when you're a hairstylist, even a barber, like any any kind of stylist, you have an important job because you are a part of people's self-esteem and how they feel about themselves, Yeah. you know, Thanks. and how they go forth in their, in their in, life. Yeah. No, you know, I mean, when I was at... Go ahead, see. No, I was, I was going to say, man, every, every time I've gone to a barber, yo, it's like a game changer, you know? You feel, you walk in looking like a bum and you feel like a million dollars as you leave. I'm like, yo. Every time, Appreciate yeah. you, bro. I'm coming back next time. <laughs> so I agree. <laughs> you know, and, and I and I remember, I remember being in 10th grade. I'll never forget this. I was in 10th grade and I had a, I had a teacher. She was new. Um, you know, she was a, she was a, a dark-skinned woman. Um, and, you know, she came in uh, and she, you know, she was rocking um hair that you know that otherwise you'd probably assume was maybe permed or um she was wearing a wig or something like that you know i didn't know any of these things back then and i remember that one day she comes in with like you know she had she had gotten hired she worked about a month and then after about a month i remember she came in with her with her natural uh hair and, and you know she had it like in an afro and a lot of the students and you know my, my school was predominant was like 90 like 98 97 percent like black right like like everybody there um was african-american and so like i just remember that when she came in with her afro like a lot of the young a lot of the people like a lot of the students were just kind of making fun of her like man what, what's wrong with you like why would you come in with this big fro and she told us then and i'll never forget this like she told us then she's like you know like you guys you know like you guys are probably wondering like why i haven't you know come in like this before she's like this is this is what i look like like this is like this is me this is my hair you know and she made it a point to let us know like you know i had to i had to basically um tame this you know, so that I could get this job. You mm. know what I mean? She's like, people don't, yeah. she's like, people don't often think about that. But like, wow. she's like, I had to wear my hair the other way um, for those first couple months wow. because I was new here and I needed this job and I, and I didn't, I didn't need this to get in the way. And she's like, but you guys don't think about that yet, do you? And she gave us, she, she put us on the game that day. And, um, and you know, and I, and at the time I didn't think anything of it, but many, many years later, I've thought about that day many times where I'm just like, man, like there, there's something so small you know like a like your hairstyle yeah. can really be you know the 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 deal breaker yeah you know and whether or not you get hired you know and she knew that then and you know and she and, you know she put us on the game that day and uh and and, and i've had a lot of uh my ex-classmates like bring that day up often like man you remember when uh her name was miss lambright you know if mm -hmm. she ever gets to listen to this <laughs> shout out to you miss lambright uh <laughs> you know but miss lambright you know she really like she came in uh she got made fun of by a lot of the kids but then she checked them all you know she let them know like you guys don't know this struggle that. yet you know, but but this is what we look like. This is what we're supposed to look like. And mm -hmm. so for all of you in here that are, you know, uh, going to get your perms, going to do this, you know, going, you know, wearing your your wigs and your weaves and all these other things. She's like, just remember that th there's nothing wrong with this. That's and that was like her big thing, you know. And so uh, I, I never forgot her for that, you know. Yeah. Never forgot her. Love that. Yeah. That's crazy. No, <laughs> no I mean, I'm just listening. Um, And I guess to to segue into like what you're doing now i remember you um like we had spoken while we were here the last couple of days and you mentioned that like now you're that you have like a collective right like you've transitioned from like doing um i mean you do hairstyle still but like so i about five years ago i i really wanted to get in the tools because i was working with a lot of brands like doing brand ambassadorships from time to time with you know different brands like um uh well, back then it was, I think it was Shea Moisture was where I started and there were a few others. And, 
And so during that time, those years ago, I was like, I want to do tools because there were all these products, but there weren't any tools. So basically I came out with this, uh, it's like a flexible brush where the rows move um, so that your hair doesn't break. Yeah, yeah. I, I had one of those. Yeah, yeah, but it's you great. might have that knockoff. Cause I got you need the real okay. stuff, Steve. Oh, did you? Uh, maybe. Yes, I did. <laughs> maybe. Uh, it took me a long time to get over it, and, and it's okay now. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, I, I got knocked off because the brush was selling. And that's a whole long story we won't get into. Um, do I know who did it? Yes, I do. And so basically now what I learned in the process of getting knocked off and feeling defeated for a minute if it hadn't been for my brother saying to me, no one can take your name and your brand. You have built yeah. your brand and you have built your name. Absolutely. So you're going to get knocked off. That's business. That's what's going to mm -hmm. happen. But what really hurt, it wasn't like they, like, oh, we're going to copy it. They took videos <laughs> off my page. Oh, wow. And used my videos to and made the same, the same color brushes I have that, yeah. So they made it look like I transitioned into this other thing. And then they hashtagged my name. So when you like uh, went to look wow. for me, they yeah, went, so they all went the raw way. with it. They went raw with it. <laughs> you know? Man, capitalism. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, it is finest. <laughs> Man. Oh, man. So <laughs> I was like finest. really just like, and still to this day, people are like, I got your brush. I'm like, that's not, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> but you can get it still yeah, over here. Yeah. So long story shorter, I had to go through that. Mm. And that really um, felt extremely defeating. It was like a bad dream for a second. And a lot of anger and bitterness, which is not like, I, I don't like walking around feeling like that, but it was so right. hard to shake. You know, um, and I prayed a lot, you know, to just keep going and figure out how to move. And a lot of times you don't even know how you get places. You just know you end up there because right. I totally felt defeated, you mm -hmm. know. But now my brother was right. People definitely look for my name. They definitely want to know what I'm up to and it's a name that I think what I've been told I should say is that they feel like they can trust it because I do hair I'm an actual hairstylist I'm not you know I'm not an influencer where I just you know like yeah. I've been doing this for over 25 years and so yeah it's I'm a hair nerd basically so <laughs> yeah. when I do talk about products or tools or things it's not just oh, I'm gonna get this check it's like I've been using this and this is the best way I've found it works, you know? Right. And so with my brush, it's a great brush. It works on all textures of hair. It was designed to work on the kinkiest, coiliest, curliest hair. Uh, Cause I never want anybody to feel different having that kind of hair, texture of hair. And now I have other products that have a shampoo, massager, but it's not just a massager shampoo. It's like you put the shampoo inside of it. Oh. And, and and like literally can shampoo your hair. And it's great for kids that like they don't want to lay down, go underwater and all this stuff. Or someone who can't get their hair like submerged. It's a great tool. And I have some towels and some other products. But what I'm really proud of is I'm coming out with a blow dryer really soon. Oh, and nice. it's going to be so beautiful because you're going to see so many beautiful melanated women 
on the box looking fantastic. And I've never Love seen that. that on a blow dryer. You don't even realize mm. you need to see yourself included in certain aspects until you see it, yeah. you know. So things so are moving. Yeah. So you're over here still trend setting, making trend a difference. Set, yeah. Trailblazer. Trailblazer. And she's not from Portland, bro. <laughs> she's not. <laughs> and no, so, tri- um, China isn't even the word, yo. So congrats. She, yeah, awesome. absolutely. Thank absolutely. You. Yeah. I'm and Felicia, could you tell going. us where hmm? where could we get these products? Like where, where, where can are you these find products available? You can go to brushwiththebest.com. Um, that's brushwiththebest.com or you can simply just Google Felicia Leatherwood and I'll pop up and the brush will pop up and you can go to my website. It's also on Amazon and Shopify and all those great places. So, yeah. And for, you know, for those of you listening, you know, make sure that you see her name on the product. All right. Let's, let's, let's give my girl some support. Exactly. Um, you know what I mean? And yeah, try it. Let's, uh, you know, I know the knockoffs might be a little cheaper or, you know, cause they'll do anything in their power to make sure you're buying theirs and not hers. So, you know, yeah. If we can, you know, let, let, let's do that. Let's do that. Brush with the best. Well, you know, and I don't think people understand the actual way that it goes. Sometimes things are marked up because people aren't supporting it and we have to spend more money getting the supplies. Mm. And the more you buy, the less it is. But if you're not, if people are going and buying the knockoff or the cheaper thing, you can't lower your price because um, you can't get the materials lower. Yeah absolutely huh so these are things people don't consider yeah no at all (laughs) they're like they're just being greedy no no i don't want to be greedy (laughs) i actually want to be within your budget but i need your support so yeah yeah right it costs it costs yeah i mean these are great gems these are great gems and this is one of the reasons that i think that this this uh that that this episode is so important and that then you know this series right um because one of the things that me and caesar often talk about is just how like we understand that we're just two young men you know what i mean like we're ultimately men and you know so one of the biggest reasons that we wanted to get into women and entrepreneurship is because um you know that's that's a side of things that we just don't know we We don't know know anything anything about about. yeah we don't know anything about it and so your your perspective has has been so valuable and 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 your gems have been amazing Mm -hmm. um and with the experience and time you have the experience yeah and and to think that she's only given us 30 minutes of yeah this, right you know what i mean can you you know like you know she hasn't even gotten into you know everything that happened at bet and yeah you know and everywhere else so i'm just i'm i'm really well, happy that you. you're giving this this, no, this perspective to our you audience. definitely deserve your flowers man absolutely i appreciate absolutely. that and then so now that you know now that insecure is done you're here in miami but you're on the move what's like what's the next move that you got or like what's your next plan That's of attack good question I tend to be like the G in lasagna. It's very <laughs> <exciting>. <laughs> uh, but I, uh, I have some 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 looks. Seems like there's some shows coming up okay. that I might embark on. I got my feet wet a little bit as head of the hair department. We were f- out here filming a show called Rap Shit mm. for H- HBO about the City Girls. Mm. And okay, their nice. life and everything, and it's another Issa Rae production, so that was exciting. And it's just the season one is what we did. And had I not been here, I wouldn't even know you yeah, guys. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And we're so happy. No, I was glad to meet you. I was like, yo, she's so she's so wonderful. I didn't honestly, I didn't know who you were. Like, That's good. <laughs> but you were really nice. I, I was like, oh, she's really sweet. 
No, and, and you. you know, and 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 uh, no, I want to say that like I also, you know what I mean? Like I told you, like I don't have hair, right? So like the hair, <laughs> just hair, hair is not something that I'm even paying attention to, uh-huh. right? But but like you know, but I but I'm so happy to I'm so happy to like have met you yeah. and to know that you know you've made such an impact mm-hmm. on you know on on so many young you know women of color, especially black women, uh, you know, women with the kinkier hair. You know, and and Thank like you. like you said, that's important, man. And I, I so I have one question. I I do want to know, like, what what is what's something you wish you would have known? What would you tell younger you? You know, that young girl that uh, you know, was just starting to embark on uh, you know, a lot of the things she was doing at nineteen, yeah. and you know, and all that other stuff. What would you tell younger you if you I, could? I wish that I I don't know if I would tell myself this, but I wish I had a sense of like it's always going to be all right. <laughs> Like it doesn't right. even matter. <laughs> it's always gonna work out. Always. It just it's just is gonna be what it's gonna be. And there's times you can do something about that and times you can't, and you just gotta go with the flow. So, you know, there are places that I I, you know, would be in that I wish I never, you know, was in. Like there were jobs. I was like, damn, I wish I had to cuss those motherfuckers. I should have left that job. You know, <laughs> like I look back, like, I gotta cuss them all out. You know, if I had known I was gonna be celebrity hairstylist, you know, <laughs> but you threw a few more middle fingers up at people. Yeah, yeah. It's like that McDonald's job. Like, get take those that Big Mac. Get up. You know, like, I'm gonna be a celebrity hairstylist. You know, like yeah, I wish at that at that young age. But then I wouldn't even be all right. I would have been cocky. Like, right. Yeah. Miss me with that. I'm gonna be famous one day on insecure yeah (laughs) so no i don't think there's anything other than it's all going to be okay you know you know and and i've i've been uh so i've actually i i'm watching insecure i'm actually in the middle of insecure had no idea that i'd be talking to someone that played such a major role and just making that what it was um so now as i'm finishing because i'm like on season two or three i'm on season three right now um, oh, you're not so, finishing. Like, I, I, hey, listen, I'm, I, I, I'm working on. See, I just got out of prison though, too. So I had a long, you know, I had a long time where I wasn't uh, watching any TV. Yeah, yeah. You know, so so <laughs> so. Anyways, but now that yeah. I'm now when I watch it, like I'm gonna be paying a lot more attention to Issa's hair, oh, right? Like yeah, I'm, and I'm you. gonna know, like, yo, my girl Felicia did that. Like yeah, that's what's thank up. Thank <laughs> you. I re- I started rewatching it the other day. And so for me, when I first see it, I'm just critiquing my work. Like, mm. I'm like, oh, that baby here got jacked up. What happened? You know, like, I'm always, like, <laughs> tripping <laughs> out. Like, I swear, I have to see it, like, three times to actually see, like, what they're talking about. So I rewatched the episode so that we could film what we did here. Oh, okay. And I was like, damn, this show is good. <laughs> 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 this is a good damn show I worked on. Damn, Issa, you could write. Yeah, yeah. That girl can act her butt off. Look yeah. You know, but I'm on set. It's cold. We complaining. We see a rat. Like, there's a fucking rat in the corner. You know, like, we're not thinking about how great it's, the show's going to be in the end. I bet y'all didn't know Hollywood had rats. But right. do. <laughs> Dewey, downtown LA. They come out and start throwing up gang signs at Yo, you. Yo, true. Like, the damn. rats be like, Yo. Like, you, got a, you got a rat crib walking on your on your Yo, toe. Yo, like, for real, on? man. Like those rats are different from New York rats. No, no. Speaking man. of which, did I tell you about that? No. I know I told you. I didn't tell mm-hmm. you guys when we were shooting. We went to New York to shoot from Miami, and it was the middle of the night. And you know, New York has rats that oh, like man. the size of like, cats, yeah. bro. like kittens. Yeah, no. they're big. <laughs> they're big. 
And I was just bugging out. Like, I I was like smoky on Friday, like looking around. Like, <laughs> I know this freaking rat going to run. Paranoid. So they yell, rap. And I thought they said rat. And I took off running. <laughs> I threw everything in the air and rolled out so fast. And they go, what you doing? They said, no, it's a rap. We're done for the night. We're done. What are you doing? I said, oh, shit. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, it was just like. Hey, why, why Felicia hiding behind? Uh, why she standing uh-huh. on, the, on, the, on the couch like that? Why she jumping on? like yeah. that? It's like when when watch, what, what, what does it call it? When rap watch goes wrong. You know, it's <laughs> But that's just a sidebar story. Yeah, so I'm I'm really grateful, though, for for just my life right now every day i wake up i'm in awe and i'm super grateful for it and we i want to come back where we talk more on like the spiritual side of business because there's there's finance Mm -hmm. there's the practical side and then there's a spiritual side of business that a lot of people don't address which is where you create things from just visualizing mm-hmm. absolutely know? girl it sounds like you signed on for a second episode so i shall oh. be bringing you back again so we're gonna I'll, hold her I'll, to yeah, that hold so, you to uh, it. <laughs> no, no that's, that's a really interesting perspective yeah. i'd like that i didn't even think about that that's crazy that's, that's you know i i heard uh i there was a there was a jay-z song um i don't want to butcher anything other than, you know i can't even recall the song all right so, but but i just remember him saying uh uh, he was saying something like, uh, like, and he just said like, this spiritual shit really works. Like, mm. you know, yes. and, 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 and I remember he's, and then after that he had, he had said, alhamdulillah, uh, you know, I tried them all, you know, he, he went on to say mm-hmm. that, you know, he's tried many different religions, things like this, but he said this spiritual stuff like is real. Like there's, there's, yeah. there's something mm. to it that has allowed me to, 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 you know, attain the wealth and yeah. the fame and the, and the things that I've been able to do. So, um, I, and that always stuck with me. That always stuck with me. And um, and throughout my life, I've noticed that what you're saying has a lot of has a lot of weight. And, and I think yeah. it definitely needs to be talked about. And I, I'd love to do that. And, and I mean, you're going to see more in the future because, you know, everybody's very uh, aware by now that 2020 was more of an eye opening. Oh, yeah. Year. It um, but it's not going to stop. It wasn't like that right. was it. Like you open yeah. and you close your eyes. No, mm-hmm. no, we're open now. <laughs> yeah. And right. You can't even not see. You can't unsee what you're seeing. Yeah. And so right. I think that now we really need to get a little bit more cerebral mm. and and more conscious of like what kind of vibe we're giving off and what are we walking Absolutely. into the room with and and what are we actually gravitating into our life and our being. And so I know I'm gravitating good stuff because I'm sitting here with y'all. Like for me, true. I'm sitting here. With this you, is definite evidence for me that I'm in the right spaces, mm, right? Because I'm here with you guys, you know. So I think that there's another, there's a side of this that we need to like get into one day. Yeah, you know, and it needs to be, no, get broken sense. down. You know, yeah. There's definitely, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. No, you're you're literally yeah. bringing me into a whole different side that I just didn't even. I mean, I'm a spiritual person, but like I never even thought about that in business. So that's really cool. You guys are doing it. Like when I walked in here and you can feel it, this whole space, like you guys, y'all created this. Like you visualized what you wanted and made it happen. And they filmed the whole thing too. Yeah. Like (laughs) they went on a road trip, like, and ended up with their own shit. Hey. (laughs) Yeah. I'm a squirrel trying to get a nut. Like, what's going on? (laughs) <laughs> can i live in a closet like what you know 
So, yeah, you guys are no, thank you. That's, that's yeah, a huge no, and we talk about that all the time too because uh, he made the decision. They made the decision to go on this random road trip uh, when I was incarcerated. And I would call them on the phone and, and I, every week I'd call them. It was something new, like something crazy. They're like, you know, like, I'm just like, what are you doing this week? We don't know, but we're going, you know, and, going and to, see, to see where we've where we've gotten and to see the, the studio up and running is just. Yeah. But that's you know, faith. That's yeah. it is. That's you mm -hmm. using a spiritual yeah. like your nature, Belief, and yeah. your self-awareness and mm -hmm. just going out and saying, F it. Let's see what happened. Yeah. That takes a lot of. Courage. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it does, man. It does. Fearless entrepreneurship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We just dropped an episode about that not too long ago. So, no, it's, and it's cool that you're tying that in because it's like, as I'm listening um, about your story, like, it's almost like, like, you were doing your own thing, but like, you knew that you didn't like, again, like the whole corporate thing. You didn't like school. Yeah. And even with your right. parents not really believing in you and the whole care thing, you're like, yo, I'm going to do me. And even then, you still walked away from it because, like, you it, it became like a job. Um, you know, because even though even though it was just hair, it was your genius. Yeah, mm. like, you know what I mean. That was what yeah. you knew. Like, mm -hmm. you know, and and that's one of the things that I like to I like to really um, um, you know, share to share with people. Like, you know, like, hey, like, you know, you don't have to be the best at everything. You know, you don't have to like, but everyone's got the, the their the one, one thing, thing that they're mm -hmm. really good at. You know, yeah. and so. You show you knew your genius and you stuck to it. Yeah. yeah. And uh and I think that that's part of the reason why you know it all ended up going well for you. Yeah. That this is the, this is the space that you were made to like occupy. Yeah. Thank you. You know. Mm -hmm. uh, Absolutely. Before we go, I really need you guys to take a moment to recognize that you have been doing this podcast for 7 months. Yeah, something like that. And you guys do it faithfully like yeah. Yeah. every mm -hmm. time. Mhm. Mm that shit ain't easy, man. Like <laughs> that means you got to give up something to be here to do this. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Sleep. You could be like, I don't feel like doing that shit. I'm about to eat some ice cream. You know, like right, it could right. be so many things, yeah. and you get distracted. So I think it's a really big deal just to recognize, even with you, you know, giving the floor to women in business. That in business, you have to have a certain amount of discipline. Absolutely. And that's intimidating. That word discipline can intimidate a lot of people. But I think if you look at the words that intimidate you or or cause some kind of anxiety and make them really small, because everything's visual. Yeah. So instead of making the word super big and in capital letters, how about just put it in in italic and shrink <laughs> it down to a 10, Absolutely. you know, and then yeah. maybe it'll feel a lot easier to deal with because that's a big deal that you guys yeah. are doing this. Well, thank you. I mean, this is this is honestly a, something of a passion, right? Because like I, I mentioned it to you, because like the one thing that we want to do is just share people share people's insight and hopefully you know someone gets inspired. I mean, because I, I mean I know how much it took for us to like get here, but like it really just came down to the belief in self and and like you said earlier, just knowing even if things are going bad, just it's all right. Yeah. Like I'm gonna figure <laughs> it out and just keep pushing. Yeah. And a yeah, lot of the time, it's got me through so much. No, yeah. No, I was gonna that, say that that, that 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 exact verbatim quote has gotten me through the roughest times of my life. <laughs> I, I was sitting, I was sitting in a prison cell um, for three years, man. You know, twenty three hours in a cell at a time. Um, you know, you're you're around men who are evil. Mm -hmm. um, not all of them, but but you know, a, a good amount of them have a lot of you know a different kind of vibration running through them. And um, and I just remember that, like, no matter how tough it got, one of the things I kept telling myself is, like, 
it doesn't matter. Like it can always be worse. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to be okay. Like mm-hmm. what matters is that we get this food in our system today. Mm-hmm. We get this water, yeah. you know, we're healthy, you know, we're, you know, and, and I'm, I'm gaining knowledge. Like I just kept trying to be, you know, yes. positive, but, but I kept reminding myself, like, you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And so that got me through so much. And so like, I, when you said that earlier, I was over here like, mm. yeah, like, thank you for saying that, you know, but, um, I, I totally, I'm, I'm right here with you. Oh, I'm right here with you. I love y'all. No, I mean, <laughs> Appreciate you. I'm sending you virtual hugs right now. You get it? Yes. But, um, all right, so not to prolong this, you know, we do have a segment at the end of every show, right? The the one-minute rant. You have one minute remaining. So my rant is hair in my food. (gasps) And it's, and I'm talking like when you've eaten it and you're like, this shit is good. Ooh. Right? And then you get to the end and you be like, what's that? Uh, ah, uh, uh, ah. Throw the whole thing away. I can't. And you ate it all. And then you throw the hair out and you got one corner food left and you keep looking at it like, do I, do I, I know that that hair, I can't unsee that hair, but I really want to eat that. How, how hungry or greedy am I? <laughs> okay, fuck it. I'm just gonna eat this corner and forget that I had found hair. I'm just gonna go swallow some hydrogen peroxide. <laughs> Get rid of the germs on the hair. Yeah, that's my rant. Hair in my food. Please, people, wear a hair net. <laughs> Stop scratching your head over my food. Sweet. Uh, that was dead. a great rant. That was a great rant. Oh man. Yo, that's great. Oh, Yo, that was good. <clears throat> Man. One time, so I was in New Orleans and I always went to this burrito spot. They make the best burritos. And I was like, I'm going to the airport. I'm leaving New Orleans for my last day. I go get my burrito. I'm headed to the airport. I'm eating, I'm eating, I'm eating. I'm like, <laughs> do you know somebody who made the burrito had just had a barber cut? Hair oh. all over the. Ew, bro. Oh. I was oh. so sad. Little, you know how like that's it so looks, small. Yeah, yeah, you know how yeah. barber yeah, yeah, hair yeah, yeah. look. Mm-hmm. It's straight, short. I called him. I was like, "You got to get your guy out of the kitchen." Like, right? Like, what are you talking about? I said, "Whoever's cooking the food got a barber cut, or either he's a barber part time and he's making the food. All the barber hair is falling in the food." And they're like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "Yeah, your god, please." Yeah, your guy. <laughs> yeah, like get that guy out. Because my guy ain't got nothing to do with that. Last meal, man. America, we got to start reading more books. All right, the world. Um, books, man, they're important. They're so important. Um, I'm tired of people not reading, right? But you know, and 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 it's funny because the people who ain't picked up a book since since high school be the same ones who got all the opinions. Um, you know, but, uh, but, but, but I, I, I ain't gonna, I'll, I'll sit my tea to that. I'm, I'm gonna leave that one alone. But my point is, man, that guys reading is so important. It's one of the most important things we could do. It, it gives us empathy, which is something that we need right now in this world is a lot more empathy. Um, you know, and, and one of my favorite quotes, I still don't know where the hell I got it from, to be honest with you. But, but if, if anybody knows, throw that under a comment, but yeah, like the average man, uh, or an average person or man, woman lives one life. Uh, but a reader lives a thousand, mm. you know, if when you can attack any situation from the perspective of a thousand different people, that definitely makes you dangerous. And so I just want to encourage everybody, anybody who's who's listening, um, go pick up a book and do it often and do it all the time and read and learn to empathize. That's all I got. That's good. Yeah. That's funny. Side note. A funny thing was uh, that quote makes me laugh because uh, so when my brother graduated from Ohio State, 
I remember it was like the day of graduation. And I forgot. I think I handed I handed him a book that I was reading. I was like, yo, bro, read this. And he hits me with the like, yo, bro, no, nah, I graduated. I don't read no more. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> he was dead serious. I was like, yo. <laughs> And he probably didn't pick up a book since. Nah, probably not. <laughs> Unless it has pictures. Hey, but he got that degree, uh, though. Yeah, he got that degree, though. <laughs> he got that degree. All right. All right, All right so it's your dead. turn. So my rant for this time is like, um, you know, Mondays are tough, right? And I, and I was having this conversation with somebody, and they're like, yo, what? Like, how's your Monday going? I'm like, it's going great. And they responded like, yo, why? You know, why is your Monday going great? Because usually Mondays are tough, right? And my simplest response is because I, I get to do another Monday. Mm. Like, I was grateful that I was here again to be able to pursue what I, I wanted to. Yeah. Um, the simplicity of just looking at, at, at the ability to be here and, and just do what you want. It's, it's, it's so simple just to be grateful in those senses, right? Because yeah. they're those, in those uh, spaces, just because it's, it's, it's easy to overlook those simplicities in life, right? Waking up and, and being able to pursue life and happiness Gratitude. or whatever. Yeah and and again man just be grateful yo like mm-hmm. either be a monday friday saturday whatever day it may be just be grateful that you have another day to be able to continue your life and and do what you want or be around those that you love love that love it. yeah love that good. guys and today today today's episode w- w- was wonderful i'm glad that you guys stuck it with us uh before you leave <laughs> uh felicia could you just give us a quick uh run through of where we can find you how we can follow you uh how we can I'm keep up with you i'm googleable <laughs> yes, I'll say it. I'm Googleable. Uh, yeah. So oh, yeah. on inst- Instagram, my name is Loving Your Hair. So L O V I N G Y O U R H A I R. Loving Your Hair. Um, and then it's the same on Twitter that I'm never on, but hey, try me. And then, <laughs> and then I'm I'm seriously like you can literally just put in Felicia Leatherwood and uh, you'll find me. Right Wonderful. There, brush with the best. She said, "Google me." Google me. Brush with the best. Dot mm. com, guys. Whoop, whoop. But all right. Well, with that being said, yo, rant out. Rant out. <laughs>